0: What's happening, folks? This your boy, P, reporting live from Harlem. We back at it again. Isolated, but not alone. I'm sending love and energy to all you good folks wherever you are. Stay safe, stay happy, and healthy. Let's get to it.
1: You can't overcome what you look past You never understand because you don't ask I told my brothers that you can't grow in the dark A lesson that I learned fast Had my share of the bites and barks box. Never been afraid to smile and laugh Life is short and time moves fast You're the plug for your own happiness From time I clocked that I've been taking charge Can't let bad man enter my brain Won't walk with no hate in my heart even when I take L's I never lose I never wait to fail, I never do Fuck their feelings, that's the whole mood Man, don't argue, there's only one truth They gas and talk up when it suits Speak on things but ain't got a clue Beware of those who chat off and can't stay still Cause that's a mad move You ain't got a chance so hard to be cool. cool There's things you don't know when that's cool Life ain't working out, but it's cool Things ain't patterned yet but it's cool You know that you're not like them and that's cool You feel like you're not okay but it's cool Please don't lose yourself to be cool, cool. Don't try be like me, I ain't cool Never let them take you back to live Okay None of they can tell me what to think Alright I need people to tell it like it is Okay Know that you want to see the clips Alright Perfection doesn't exist Okay There's hills and valleys and dips Alright Everybody's going through things Okay So many people don't like themselves So more time, that's why they don't like you You watch them like they figured it out The whole time they wishing they were more like you Spend time trying to be someone else to the side Cause there is no more like you People tell you you need to change But really you need to be more like you I just have to you just figure out what
2: me And I think what cool. worked for me the best Was just realizing or What allowed me to like, adjust yes, Was just realizing like All right, this is the reality now So make it as good as possible Like it was a little bit weird at first too because having everyone at home now, like me and my mom, we used to just be in passing, just saying, oh, have a good day. You know, we'll see each other at nighttime. Oh, dinner's ready. Talk then. But beyond that, there wasn't even that much communication here. So once I was able to just figure out like, all right, this is the reality here. Me and my family, we all just started communicating more. That's when it really settled in. Just not trying to change the formula and the routine. I feel like I was trying to do that before, trying to figure out ways to do that when it's just like, The mind and the body is going to adjust to whatever you throw at it, no matter what. It's just going to just be a matter of time.
3: Yeah, that's real. And also, like, you can always think you understand something in theory, but you have to like go through it in practice to actually be able to like recognize the ins and outs of it and, like, fully understand something, you know, like, so we can understand, like, when we're going into this self-isolation or whatever, we can understand, like, oh, everything is closing down. This is unprecedented. Like, you can understand all those things, like, theoretically and, like, conceptually. It's not like you can't, you don't understand the magnitude of it, but you Mm -hmm. still don't necessarily, like, feel it to the same extent. Or, like, there's always, like, certain aspects of it that on a day-to-day, you know, you didn't really anticipate having to deal with. So that's real. I mean, on my end, I've been trying to. I feel like I disassociate a lot, especially since I've been living by myself at least so far during this time. So that's what that's what I've been trying to navigate is like keeping the connections when I'm not like you know I don't have the day to day connections of like going out and, and meeting
2: folks and stuff like that. You gotta just pull up to the bodega. You not cool with the bodega guy?
3: Even when I pulled up to the bodega guy and recognized the folks who were there, I was like, "Shit, man! I don't know what's going on. I hope they're, <laughs> they're straight up. Straight up." I was um, like, "Oh yeah, shit." I also had a, a scary bodega. Well, not a scary, but like an unfortunate bodega experience where I was like, I was stocking up on a whole bunch of stuff and the person behind me, I couldn't, I don't know if they were just like tight that I was grabbing so much stuff or if they were actually like sick, but they just mm-hmm. started coughing nonstop while I was going through checkout.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that, no. was,
3: that was uh, unfortunate.
2: Yeah, no, that's when, that's when the New York got to come out and be like, bro, move back. Like you should not be this close, especially if I felt, some wind hit the back of my neck. No, it's quiet. I'm going to need a discount on all these goods. That was on the store. Like, yo, y'all never not even got social distancing stuff on the ground. You got mans behind me coughing, sir. Where's your mask? Did you have your mask on or not?
3: Yeah, I had my, my mask on. And th- this person also had their mask, but it was like kind of off their face, which I also don't understand why people do that. <laughs> and then, like, they had, like, people,
2: it starts falling under. Their, it starts falling right under their nostrils. It's like you can't feel that the mask's coming off.
3: Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, there was like tape on the ground to signify you know, six feet, six feet distance, but it's hard in the bodega too. Like I get the fact that it's like really small and there's like, everything is just concentrated on one thing. Like grocery stores are, you know, they got aisles, but <laughs> most mm-hmm. bodegas, they got maybe like one one or two aisles, but like, it's, you don't really have the ability to spread out as much. So yeah, I don't know. You know, I came back just all that soap and water.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. you know,
3: hope, hopefully if I did run the risk of, of anything, then, then we were straight off of that. But it's it's weird times, man. It's just like, you know, you go outside and like just the fact that you can't actually see anything, I feel like it's easy to like play into paranoia a little bit. But so far I haven't mm-hmm. really, you know, there's a lot of fear mongering going out, but I feel like I haven't really given into that aspect of it too much.
2: Yeah, I'm not I can't my mom would update me about things that are being reported on the news, but at a very high level, but I can't I can't have that on my mind on like loop. You know what I'm saying? And crazy thing too, now that I'm wearing this mask on a daily basis, I start thinking like, damn E, like imagine what was like flying in my face or just like what the wind was picking up before I was wearing a mask and I'm out here like eating stuff. It's just weird now. You know what I mean? I feel I, I actually just feels way cleaner doing that. I am not a fan though, of wearing gloves. I feel like when I'm not wearing gloves, uh, I'm more cautious of not touching things rather than mm-hmm. me having gloves on because I feel like it's more so a free for all. But it's, just, it's a mental thing, though.
3: Yeah, I feel like the mask is more agreeable than the gloves, too, for me. It was interesting. I was reading about how, like, back when there was the Spanish flu, I guess before then it was more socially acceptable to just, like, spit on the street or just, like, walk around, like, spitting and, like, mm-hmm. post that um, that epidemic. You know, it became less of a thing to go around spitting in public. So I do think there are, is going to be like, I'd be interested if like some folks just, you know, now start to feel more comfortable wearing masks outside. Or like, I think it's just like, even just like to your point about like you thinking more about the types of germs that you came in contact with, like, I think people are going to be, you know, once you get into the practice of every time you enter a new space, you start washing your hands for 20 seconds. Like there's no reason to stop that, you know, just because this particular disease is no longer a thing. I feel like just like the extent to which I like pay attention to it now, like it's hard to imagine that now that I've like kind of trained my mind to think about things to this extent, like that it's going to fall back anymore.
2: And now that you're home all the time, do you feel like you've been keeping your space a lot cleaner than before when you were in and out Mm,
3: see now we're talking messiness instead of cleanliness (laughs) (laughs) i feel feel like
2: uh i didn't mean to put you on the spot
3: i mean like i I can't say i'm i'm like the neatest person on a day-to-day basis but i do think that like i i can't necessarily stay in like you know i feel like the homies who knew me back in college know that (laughs) my space would get messy i mean all of our spaces would get messy in that particular group of friends but um I feel like some of that is definitely carried over, but it's like, I also like the process of like cleaning up the apartment and like putting away that mess. So it's like, I feel like Mm -hmm. it's still on the day to day. Like sometimes it'll build up a little bit, but it's always like a nice therapy for me to like, be like, Oh shit, it's too messy. And then just like resolve that, you know,
2: something you can solve real quick. What about you? Yeah. No, I feel like I generally keep the space clean. What I'm on now is just trying to figure out how best to rearrange my space just to let some new energy in. In college, I used to do the same thing too. Like every three or four months or so, I just like put my bed in a different place, put a couch if I had it in a different place, or a dresser. And I feel like uh, it's getting down to that point right now where I'm just like, all right, like I gotta I gotta mix it up. And also like the weather's getting nice. So, like, I feel like anytime I make a grocery run, which has only happened like once a week i'm like oh shit it's actually (laughs) springtime out here you know what i mean (laughs) this tree last week uh did not have anything on it so i'm i'm just i'm just taking a pause with everything and just like really making sure that the space that i'm in is good even when i'm outside i'm paying attention a little bit more into the details and you know i got a dog too so like with zen when whenever me and him are hanging out i feel like we've spent so much time like Depending on the kind of growl he's making, it's like a baby. You know what I mean? It's like I understand. Like, all right, he wants to go for a walk. All right, he's hungry. He wants water. I know that was just random, but like, this is all part of like the process of me just like organizing like my my space and my thoughts in general.
3: Right, that's dope. Yeah, I wish I I wish I had a dog or like an animal friend with me right now. That would be that would be great.
2: I saw something on Instagram. Where people were just, uh, I don't know what animal shelter it was, but, like, people were just clapping due to the fact that, like, all of the animals, all of the dogs and cats that were in the shelter, in the animal shelter, like, they've been adopted. So I'm curious to see the way, like, that's actually been working. Are, are more people, like, signing up for, like, emotional support dogs? Are people now going to freaking just to start adopting more? Now could probably be a good time for um, Nikita to ask her mom <laughs> about getting a dog, you know, bringing that conversation back up.
3: I think she, her, her mom, I think had issues with the cleanliness though. So I don't know if right now she would be open to like <laughs> bringing the dog into the mix if that's her concern, you know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean, fact. the, the interesting thing about the adoption stuff, like on my end, like some people sent me links and I was thinking about it, but it's also like, I, I personally haven't owned a dog before. And it's like, you don't necessarily want to make that decision impulsively just like during this thing. Like you have to, cause you know, not, once you're responsible for that dog, like I'm not saying that people who made that decision necessarily made it impulsively. And it's great that all these uh, animals found homes at the moment, but it's also Mm -hmm. like me personally, I was just like, you know, I don't want to make this decision just for my sake of wanting to have an animal be too reactive. Yeah, exactly. Or like, I I mean, I just haven't owned a dog before. So I feel like, you know, like being like, Oh, I want to, I want to own a dog right now would be almost a little bit of a selfish decision on my part, but obviously it's different for a lot of other people
2: living by yourself too. What have, what have you been learning? Do you, are you are you realizing that you're more of a more of a nighttime person compared to when your schedule is I guess like more regulated? Are you realizing that um, there are certain types of content you like to consume nowadays? Like what are you really doubling down on now?
3: Yeah, I mean you know I already knew that I was a, a night owl, so that's nothing new on my end. Um, that's consistent. <laughs> yeah, that's been pretty consistent. I mean you know my schedule in general is kind of crazy. I mean it, it comes in waves. Like I feel Facts. like. Uh, I mean, I, again, like living by myself, like I have a lot of time alone with my thoughts. So I think it's important for me personally that, you know, I, I am spending this time trying to like learn about myself more, but I also want to recognize that like sometimes you're not just learning about yourself. Like you're just uh, cr- criticizing yourself or you're just like, it's easy to kind of get too, too into the void of one's, own, of one's own thoughts if you are that detached from like other opinions and other things like that. So, I mean, I, I have... I do think like I'm always constantly like trying to like reflect on who I am and like how I can, can grow and stuff like that. And that's definitely happened during this time. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like I'm not, I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving my mind time to calm down too. And like time to just like be still and not to not be too focused on the inward or the outward, but just kind of like relax a little bit. So that's, that's that's something that I've been focusing on a lot. I mean, I still, I still really want to get more into meditation and like, I feel like that's a perfect example of like a place where my mind just like can't like won't stop racing and i really need to put myself in the position where i'm able to to let
2: it be still more namaste my brother crazy thing too like and it's gonna and and i would never thought that i was gonna say this though but like i low-key high-key miss the mta (laughs) like i really i'm actually like starting to miss it like (laughs) that's
3: a
0: hot take it should be
2: like the train's like running late all that like i'm really i'm i'm really starting to miss it i think part of me missing it too is just like waking up and turn on the computer and just sort of just like plugging into that work world. I'm realizing not for me. I need, I need like a, a buffer period or like, I may just have to just start like walking around the block two or three times before I hop on that computer. Cause I think that that's sort of been messing with me. Cause it really does feel like we're plugging in and then unplugging right after that, you know? Yeah. And it's a
3: lot of screens. Like I think especially like D ha- screens bro having kind of, the regular work or like whatever you're nine to five or 10 to six or whatever hours you were trying to
2: talk to people after. So that's yeah, that additional was, screen time.
3: Exactly. And then like wanting to, you know, like obviously I would love for the fact that I, I do have more time where I'm being told to stay inside to like have that translate into other creative projects and stuff like that. So, but it's just like, it is tough to, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I, I can't say I missed the MTA. Also, I, I like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, that, that, that sounds like, that sounds blasphemous right now, right?
3: No, nah, I mean, you know, I get it. Like it, it, you, you kind of, it's like, it's like you miss the like regular routine and you miss like that, like act of like waking up and like going out and like starting the day. And like, I miss that too. you I just, my, my former routine didn't really have the MTA involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like a big part of that too is just like. You know, even before when I would go to work, I'd be on a screen and then I'd come back and I might still be on a screen, but you still are like changing environment or you're having some sort of a switch beyond just like, okay, I minimize that window and now I'm opening this window instead. That, yeah. that kind of, it kind of makes it hard to like channel your, at least in my case, it's kind of been hard to channel my energy specifically into one project without like kind of being distracted by other things, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like in addition to the whole element of like plugging in and the changing of the scene too. I feel like me and my coworkers, I mean not to really talk about work but like I feel like everyone is more so on the same page now. I feel like that first 2 weeks or so like you yeah, people still like wearing like college shirts to the Zoom calls or like you could just tell they were just doing a lot. <laughs> you know and I feel like people are now realizing like okay like all all of all of what this means, you know? Like how we're all going like we're all still just like figuring it out essentially. Cuz people were trying to act like everything was still all good as like, if we're just picking up the pieces and keeping a pushing when that is just not the case at all.
3: Yeah. I mean, and that's something I like about the folks that I work with is that we're able to kind of be a little bit more candid in our conversations mm-hmm. about sort of the issues that we're having as far as that goes. That's beautiful. I feel, like, I feel like what's tough is that, you know, like you kind of realize that everybody is going through waves they're being more productive some days and not being as productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff but like you don't know when <laughs> when which person is on what part of that wave so there might exactly. be the like one person is is being super productive but then someone else like has other stuff on their mind that isn't really like as on it and then the next day that person might be more on it but the, but the other person so i think that aspect of things is definitely like just like the alignment of having everybody on the same page as far as like you know, just having that, that sort of focus because there's so many things mm-hmm. sort of distracting and that's the wild thing about everything, you know, it's like, it, there really is like a global pandemic happening right now. Like, mm-hmm. like, so, you know, every conversation, et cetera, is just sort of under this, this, the shadow of that. And like, sometimes it's easy to sort of ignore that aspect or just like mentally check that aspect. And sometimes it's you know not as easy to do that.
2: Oh dear. Who would have thought 50 episodes later, <laughs> how could we have called that, right? A year and a half <laughs> later that <laughs> a global pandemic would be happening. That's crazy. That this uh, not crazy, but this is just like, yeah, it's just different. I still I still miss my sports, I still miss miss my go-to's, but I'm 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 learning to live without it. I'm learning to live without it. You think this you think they need some introductions or not? Uh, we could do some introductions, sure. You think so? I mean, if they don't if they don't know my voice by now, that, that I I'll feel offended.
3: But, well, you know, you know, for the people in the back who are just stepping in for the first time, you know what I'm saying? That's
2: facts. That's facts.
3: It's called you free. Maybe some people have just got free right now. So what's up, y'all? Welcome back to our communal podcast. It's your boy Azim, Azim, Lucid. Who am I
2: rocking with as always? This is E or Eric or um. I don't even. Yeah, just yeah. I think we just gonna let's just keep it as E. If you or AKA, if y'all don't know my voice by now. Start back to session zero and let the playlist run through. <laughs> is that too long of an AKA?
3: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I feel like it's fitting. It's it's wild. Like we we set this up to record the 50th session. We I just got so like into the conversation that we were having. I'm like, oh yeah, this is session 50 too. What's up? What's session some
2: five zero? I mean technically 51, but f- yeah, session 50. Yeah, session. Yeah, 50. you know, we started counting at zero. That's how we do. But yeah, no, a year a year and a half later, it's actually. It's actually wild to um, to just reflect on what 50 even means, you know what I'm saying? Or what or what it means to even still be recording um, after all this time. I felt like when we first kicked this off, we had an idea of the way we wanted to go, but I, I think that we actually um, sort of picked up speed pretty well. And I, I feel like a lot of the, the pieces came together quicker than I expected, at least.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think things have definitely evolved both like logistically as well as like the content and the conversations themselves have definitely mm-hmm. evolved since we started off. But I also feel like what we said on the very f- first or like the zero session that we had,
2: that, <laughs> uh,
3: where we were talking about how like at the end of the day, it's going to be what the folks uh, who we have on and the people who join us, is going to be really like their energy that defines it. And I feel like that has definitely uh-huh. been the case. Like, you know, it's like, it's honestly like humbling to look back at all the different folks who have blessed us with their presence from, you know, oh one
2: thousand percent. Whether
3: there was an introduction to a session to help set the vibe or whether it was, you know, hopping off for actual conversation or whether it was hopping off for a second conversation in a few cases, like, you know, everyone's always open to, to come back and come and go as they please as far as like joining the conversation. Uh, but it's been like really dope to see that. And like, not only that, I feel like I've met really cool people, you know, through this who now i, I will talk to and like even like during everything that's going on, there's a few conversations I've had with folks where that like really have been strengthened by the fact that we've, you know, made the commitment a year and a half ago to like going on this journey and like have really stuck to it since then.
2: Nah, yeah, no, nah, I, I definitely could second that. It's definitely been a a humbling experience thus far. And yeah, like people are doing a lot of a lot of cool shit. I think the things that I'm learning <clears throat> the most is that people are just so multifaceted. Like, there's just, you can't, like, that saying about not judging a book by its cover is so true, or just being able to just assess people by the content of their character, like, that, that really is a reality. Like, even when I've had friends who I've been speaking with for years on end, like, I, I was learning new things about them, you know? And that's always, a, that's always a humbling experience, because then it becomes, like, a a reintroduction to that friendship in some ways, you know?
3: Definitely. And I also feel like you know, for some reason, what's coming to mind right now is our, I think on Jesse's uh, co- our conversation with Jesse, he mentioned something around the lines of like, or we ha- we talked a little bit about how like when you visit a place once and then you visit a place another time, and it's a little bit different. And I feel like that's also mm-hmm. a dope aspect of things is that it's almost become like... Uh, a time capsule to the different people and moments and spaces that these conversations are happening. Um, And a lot of the topics that we're talking about, like you start to see that like at the end of the day, we're all, you know, people and we're all trying to improve. And we all like have certain things that maybe we know we should work on that we're trying to work on. And, and, you know, so we can go back and listen to something like one of the first few sessions. And a lot of that will still kind of ring true. And then other aspects of it will maybe be more like um, true to that person in that context. So it's, 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 like, really dope, I feel, like, how the content is, is uh, aging in that way or, like, how the content, you know, continues to live on in that way, I should say.
2: hmm No, I'm right there with you. Or even, like, hearing, like, even, like, a year ago, some of the conversations that people were talking about are, like, goals and aspirations that they had. And then now looking at it on social media or checking in with them, seeing that follow, like, people actually following through, that's a beautiful feeling, too.
3: Yeah, exactly. That was kind of what I was trying to say, but you worded it a lot more succinctly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because what it makes me think too is just like the only thing that we really have in this world, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I went to uh, Catholic junior high school and um, the guidance counselor, she told me, she was like, hey, like all you have in this world is like your family and your honor and your word. I'm just like, oh shit. So it's like realizing that people are actually like sticking to their commitments and promises that they made, it really allows me to just take a step back and think about some of the commitments and promises I made to myself. You know, it's, it's a comfort, it's a comforting feeling. It really is.
3: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I feel like there's like, there's definitely been a lot of inspiration from the conversations and like I think it's important that people recognize the, inform- the inspiration and, like, the, mm-hmm. uh, the values that you can get from, like, the people who are around you or, the, or your, your peer group. And, like, you know, especially in the age where, like, a lot of, a lot of folks look to projections that people put up. And, like, we've, we've talked about it for, for plenty of sessions in the past. I don't need to go too into it. But mm-hmm. I think it's, like, like, I've been inspired a lot by people who maybe they haven't necessarily reached what they want to reach. But, like, they're putting in the steps to get to that spot. And that, to me, is what you really see them putting in the work. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, the the realness, the authenticity is what's inspiring to me to be able to, you
2: know,
3: be and and, and I think like what's great, too, is that and what I really appreciate is that people have come in with such a level of comfort, Um, even folks who like, you know, haven't known one or even both of us in some cases that well, they've always come on with, with the openness and like willingness to, you know, share about their stories and experiences and perspectives, which is, you know, not necessarily an easy thing to do. In in a public platform, Um, so I think that's like something I also really appreciate about everyone who's been on.
2: Oh, one thousand percent! Like you said before, it really we could we we could just learn so much from each other because we are going through a lot of a lot of things similarly. And I and I always say that I feel like with you free, there's like a a plot and a b plot. I guess the a plot would essentially be like I guess like sort of like the different guests and the different voices and different perspectives. Um, That are speaking, but I feel like there's also like an underlying tone where all of the guests, even though they're coming from many different backgrounds, however you define it, whether it's location, race, sex, so on and so forth, I feel like all of us in general are, we have this, there's something inside us that's pushing us to try to find some of these answers, you know what I mean? Or pushing us in order to continuously just learn to find more about ourselves. Yeah. Everyone's just open minded as fuck, which is nice.
3: <laughs> That's real. You know, they were free. They called this because they were free.
2: <laughs> no, I'm free, uh, <laughs> right? No, nah, no, right? No fun. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I think, and I think what's also like, what's also, you know, really dope looking forward is the fact that like 50 people out of, you know, however many people in the world are- do have that sort of mind state and approach and like sensitive values, et cetera, et cetera you know, it's a very small fraction. And like, I think even, you know, amongst like some of our friend groups and stuff like that, if you think like, there's plenty of people who we'd love to have on a conversation that we just haven't, you know, had the opportunity to speak with in this context yet. Uh, and plenty of other people who we mm-hmm. don't know yet, who hopefully, you know, the, the universe leads us to them and, and we're able to speak with them. And I think that's what's also really exciting is recognizing that like, you know, this is only a very small sample size of what is ultimately a very larger community of people who mm-hmm. do who do sort of have these these same traits and same characteristics.
2: Nah, no, for sure. What I am curious about though is, um, and I've and I and I've I've listened back to the sessions that that we've put out. I, I'm curious. I'm I'm curious to see, like two or three years down the line, if um, something I may have said on like session four was something I that then connected you know what i mean like on session 97 for example or just like how like how best am i speaking um my thoughts into reality you know because i i I do believe in the law of attraction i feel like whenever you are thinking and putting forth that time and energy and that mental not energy but mental um what's that word that i'm looking for Fuck, (laughs) i don't even know the word that i'm looking for but i feel like when you do when you do sort of say it out loud to the universe. Like the universe is listening. You know what I mean? And I'm just curious to see like what are the what what have been the things that I have been preaching and saying out loud that that's then also gonna just come to fruition. So I mean it's a it's a pretty amazing top capsule.
3: It really is. And I mean I think the the aspect of the universe working too is like well, A, I mean, I, I like to look back sometimes and hear things that I said that I now disagree with, and I think that's also really dumb. Yeah. To be like, okay, word, I've like moved past that. I see, see that growth and progression. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also think, you know, just like from a creative perspective, it's definitely like working on this project has definitely been a lot of, you know, what what we've tried to put out in the universe coming back around full circle. I mean, even like certain things like, the, I mean, even the fact right now that like every podcast is, is uh, trying to figure out how to hop on a phone or like you know, do this remote, remote recording. And like, that's something that we've been, um, you know, we've always wanted to make it feel like you're just hopping on a phone call with homies. Facts. It's just like in your, in
2: your own space, in a comfortable space. Yeah?
3: yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, there's just certain things like that where, where, you know, you start to look back at, at ideas and like that kind of came naturally from conversations earlier. And you're like, wow, it's really interesting. Like how, you know, that now fits into this context and how different things will continue to, to evolve moving forward. So yes, yeah, it's, it's exciting mm-hmm. times, man. I mean, you know, now now we're flipping in the other direction. Where I'm so excited about 50, I'm forgetting
2: about the global pandemic that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I think I think yeah, <laughs> I think that even even though it is going on, I the most beautiful thing about it too. And I, I think that it is allowing people to be more honest with themselves. You know, of course, it's giving you time to sit back, kick back, and think. It's just like. A lot of these walls and barriers that, like you mentioned before, that we spoke about, I feel like are now, um, a lot of these walls are just generally coming down. Whether it's even like in the Zoom, when people are just like recording Zoom in their house, like that's very personal for you to be able to see like the space in which people live, for example, you know what I mean? Or even like individuals who, like myself, for example, who would get a haircut on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, like, I don't remember the last time I did something like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, been to the barbershop without keeping like some sense of like physical upkeep. You know, um, I feel like it's just allowing. After this happens, I know like okay, I can go this amount of time with wearing sweatpants, for example, or not really caring about my f- physical appearance because I'm just it's it's allowing me to realize that there's just so much shit out there that that actually matters. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I feel like a lot of this too is is teaching, hopefully teaching folks. And I mean, a lot of things that have happened in our lifetime or in the past five years should also hopefully have taught folks that just like, you know, whatever the world is like today, or like whatever you think is the reality today can change tomorrow. Like, you know, you can't really can't take anything for granted, especially anything that revolves around like people or like things that people do or or Mm-hmm. You know, like you can you can rely on the fact that you know the sun is gonna rise again, but you can't rely on like a lot of these other things that we sometimes take for granted on the day to day. So it's gonna be it's, it's it's gonna be interesting to see where we where we end up on the other side of it. You know, I still I still tend to lean on the side of optimism. Oh yeah, no, indeed. And that's the thing about it,
2: change is really the is the only concept. Ooh,
0: you almost got me. She's starting to dump The Kinta <laughs>